0: Welcome to Real Asianship Goals, a podcast all about the realities of healthy relationships. Relationship Goals is a project of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. If you or someone you know has experienced sexual violence or harassment and is seeking support, services, or needs more information, links to resources and our hotline number can be found in the description. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of their organizations or affiliates. Welcome back to Relationship Bowls. This is episode seven. My name is Allie. Mariana. And I'm Blythe. so i have a different relationship to time mm-hmm. than some of my friends and what i mean by that is i can sometimes forget that time exists or that like i have no awareness of the amount of time that has passed when mm-hmm. i'm like doing something right so whether that's like here doing doing work or if i'm at home doing a thing it's like in my mind it's like probably been 20 minutes and actually it's been two hours right Mm -hmm. and so what that means is that I might have told someone that I was going to meet them or that Mm -hmm. we were going to leave together at a certain time or, or whatever that is right And in my mind and in my heart and in my body, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, we're, we're good. And I also sort of sometimes underestimate the amount of time it might take me to do something. Mm. And so that has led to a lot of sort of like uncomfortable situations with different people I'm in relationship with, uncomfortable in that, like, I have done a wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that I have experienced, I know that I have not, I think a lot of sort of shame around that, like, Mm -hmm. Oh, the way that I do this is bad. Mm -hmm. Like I am a bad person. I Mm -hmm. am bad for not for kind of losing track of time or not having the same relationship to time as other people do. And so I have like found ways to, as I've become more aware of that, compensate for that. So it's like, I'm constantly setting alarms on my phone Mm. and like setting them for 15 minutes earlier than like, I believe I need them to be Mm. like, even if that's just like, (laughs) I'm cleaning my house, but I have to be somewhere. It's like, I'm setting an alarm because I will just, Mm. you know, go. Mm. And so I think that like as I have seen how that has impacted people that I'm in relationship with mm. it's been a real like source of shame for me where I'm mm. like trying to overcompensate and and not do that and and it just feels like it's it's me like I'm the problem it's me mm. um and <laughs> Thank you Taylor. <laughs> yes, truly. Thank you Taylor. And not just that like okay this is a thing that like you're doing like like Making a commitment to someone and then not doing that is wrong, right? But like, there, so there are ways that 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 is wrong, the thing that I did, but like the feeling of like I am wrong, like inherently because of the way I do this.
1: going off your story today we are talking about shame and shame is a painful feeling of humiliation (laughs) or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior and sometimes uh, although shame is a very normal feeling to have sometimes we get caught up in the you know emotion of just like maybe feeling embarrassed about situations and so we tend to maybe like um, pick up unhealthy habits of compensating for that and so today we're just going to talk about how like what are healthier ways to respond in feelings of shame I
2: feel like this is a great time to bring up the doctor Melissa and I know we talk about her a lot but like she is like a shame researcher Mm -hmm. I love her definition of shame and like how she distinguishes uh, I love Ariana you started to get to it like shame versus guilt um, even like how shame is Similar or runs along similar lines, but is different from things like guilt and, and embarrassment, um, and like she calls shame, an intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. That like something that we've experienced, done, or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. And showed distinguishing like guilt, I have done something wrong, um, versus shame, like I am wrong. Kind of like Ali, you were <laughs> saying in your story, it's just like, ah, oh, yes. I maybe don't thrive or, like, actually, which I really actually admire that about, like, the ability to get so, like, focused on something um, and, like, lose track of time. is like, also admirable. Um, <laughs> that's cool because I'm not wired that way. <laughs> but, yeah, the distinguishing of, like, okay, is is the issue or, or whatever, like, something that, like, I do, like, it's, ah, oh, yes, I failed this test and I, I should have studied. <laughs> Versus, like, I am so dumb. Um, Is like is a very different, and I I'm so glad you mentioned or you kind of plugged Taylor Swift, and I haven't listened to that whole song. But like, the problem is not you. The problem is that you do things that are
1: unhelpful.
0: (laughs) You are not a problem. Shame's hard. Yeah, and I think you know when when you were saying Brene Brown's definition of shame, I think that like the key things there to to point out and why we're talking about shame. Mm -hmm. As like an uncomfortable mm-hmm. feeling in relationships specifically rather than just like an uncomfortable feeling as an individual like is that shame makes us feel like we're unworthy of love and belonging that or that we're unworthy of connection and so mm-hmm. like within in the context of a, re- a relationship relationship like with a romantic partner or friend or something it makes us feel like we don't like deserve to be in that relationship mm-hmm. that we are like less than that person and and feeling like we are unworthy to be in a relationship with someone. This is, this is a tangent that we don't need to follow, but it sets us up for really unhealthy dynamics in a relationship. Mm -hmm. If I'm constantly feeling like, oh my gosh, I am so bad Mm -hmm. and I'm so wrong and I'm unworthy of this relationship. So like, I can't believe that you were doing me this favor by being in the relationship with me.
2: Mm-hmm. It
0: really sets us up for like that person to be manipulative, to take advantage of us mm-hmm. because we're just feeling like we owe them something because mm-hmm. of our own deficit mm-hmm. as a as a person, right? And yeah. and that is not a good place to be no. in a relationship or to to set yourself up for a healthy relationship. So like I said, that's a tangent we don't need to follow, yeah. but I just wanted to like say like, this is an important yeah. thing to think about within relationships for many reasons and that being mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that sets up well, a good
2: distinction to say that the like the opposite of shame isn't to say that like, ah, yes, I am perfect. I right. am incredible. <laughs> I mean, you are incredible, but like, I have no flaws. Um, it's to be able to say like, no, I'm a human and part of be what it means to be a human is that I make mistakes that I am not perfect, but those are not intrinsic to like, yeah, I am not so completely flawed that I am unworthy of connection. It's like, ah, I make mistakes and I need to own up for that to those and like take accountability for those. But that is not, I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a, a rock or like a doormat mm-hmm. or something like that. Like you have full value
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you have full value and you are just imperfect to make mistakes at the same time, because that's part of what it means to be human and mm-hmm. be a person.
0: Yeah. I, you know, <clears throat> I said that I talked about just a second ago, the reasons why shame can really set us up for unhealthy relationship mm-hmm. dynamics, but it also, it does more mm-hmm. than that. It, it like creates a disconnect in our relationships because we're afraid of being unworthy or mm-hmm. kind of experiencing rejection would be another way to kind of think about that then we're not able to really be vulnerable with that person Mm. we're in a relationship with, right? Now, all different types of relationships. So you might not be being vulnerable with your teammate on the basketball team or your coworker or your boss or something, right? But in our our more intimate relationships, maybe family, maybe friends, maybe a romantic partner, Mm -hmm. like vulnerability is an important part of that being Mm -hmm. a, a healthy relationship. And so that shame Makes it if you're experiencing shame, it makes it difficult to to come to that relationship with that vulnerability mm-hmm. because you're just thinking about all of the ways, like, well, they're not going to love me because mm-hmm. I'm this way, or you know, sure.
2: kind of to take a little bit of a spin on this of like, shame is something that we, I'm, I'm not to say that it, like I'm sure everyone has experienced shame. I know I have. Um, like shame is something that we feel, but I think like we we feel shame, but like we can also shame others, mm-hmm. and like that's something that like. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like a feeling that we do or like something that like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, we can put on, on other people to like, make them feel like they are less than, or mm-hmm. that they are right. What was it like unworthy of like love and belonging for like who they are. I was, um, I was at a high school yesterday and like uh, really thankful for some students who uh, we were talking about stereotypes and specifically and mm-hmm. specifically like how stereotypes show up in um, like gender, um, like gender-based stereotypes. And, uh, like really thankful for some students and particularly some, uh, like male students in the room who were like, yeah, like sometimes I, uh, like if I do something that is like outside of this, like box of like what it means to be a man, it's like, it's other people in my life who like say something like, mm-hmm. or like who make me feel less than for doing this thing that's outside of this box mm-hmm. or whether it's, a, you know, whether they say something like, oh, like you're so weak, like stopping a girl or something like that, which mm-hmm. that is a whole other thing to dive, <laughs> to dive mm-hmm. into and not the space for this. Um, but I, yeah, just as we've been talking about this, of like, oh my gosh, like what, like we do in those, or like what people do or what we do in those instances is like, we're shaming other people mm-hmm. for just being who they are if they don't meet some arbitrary criteria or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, shame is
0: also something that is unhealthy that we do to others. Yeah. And I think was- going back to like my, my story, mm-hmm. right. It's okay. And mm-hmm. it is probably right for like the people who I'm sort of like making late or arriving late to me, yeah. right? It's good for them to give me the feedback of like, this is how this impacts me or Absolutely. this sounds make me feel. But there's a difference, like you were mm-hmm. saying, between like, you're so awful. You're late mm-hmm. all the time. I can't like all this, all these things, yeah. right? There's there's a difference between that and saying like, hey, I've noticed mm-hmm. that you like have a hard time um, staying on time basically mm-hmm. and this is how it impacts me and this is how I think it would benefit if we could shift right so there's so I just want to say That's like good, there's yeah. room for constructive feedback yes. it, yeah so, yeah yeah but there's a way to do that without shaming someone so
1: mm. yes um just going off mm-hmm. of what you're saying um like there is a difference between actually like sometimes like when you're giving that feedback towards someone as it as it's coming off as like an attack on someone and there's a way of a healthy way of doing Mm -hmm. that of getting your point across like Ali you were saying with how you have a trouble with being on time (laughs) and how like if there is a friend of yours that has that noticing like feeling of like hey this person is really struggling with being on time also just like not attacking that person because it is a critical critical comment And, like, sometimes, like, Mm -hmm. shame can also be linked to critical comments coming from family members,
0: Mm -hmm. teachers,
1: friends, or any Mm -hmm. of that sort. So I think it's just really important to focus on there are healthier ways to respond to how we, you know, Mm -hmm. identify what shame is and how we can help our friends or people navigate through that feeling.
0: What are some of those things of,
1: like, how to respond to our own shame? And then
0: how to respond to, like, a personal relationship feeling or experiencing mm-hmm. shame.
2: I feel like we say this a
0: lot, but, like, uh, I think,
2: right, one thing is just, like, to identify it. And I think, like, for me, the way that, because, yeah, I don't think I was thinking categories of, like, ah, oh, yes, this thing I'm feeling right now is shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think I have, like, I can really easily identify, like, ooh, I don't feel like I'm enough in this instance, or I feel, like, or oh, yeah. Like I, I feel icky. I feel like something is wrong with me. Um, I think is like how that feeling like shows up in me, which I like, I want to do a better job of connecting of like life, Like what, well, that, that thing that you're feeling right now, that not enoughness, that, that feeling of like wrong, like that I am wrong or like some part is like wrong with me. Um, like that is a shame feeling. And I think, yeah, anytime we're talking about like, how do we respond to emotions? Uh, it, it has to start with like identifying them first or yeah, the things that kind
1: of co like coincide with them I think is one Others? also and just another way of handling um how to identify shame is like also having another person mm-hmm. maybe helping you navigate of mm-hmm. what that is it's mm-hmm. like well what are you actually feeling at this moment and mm-hmm. you identify that I feeling like I'm really not worthy right now mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something is really going on with me that I just don't feel right about and it's making me feel like kind of humiliated in that moment and just like having that trusting person in your life to help you navigate Mm -hmm. um on what that is and also just like hey it is okay to like feel this way but that is not who you are Mm -hmm. as a person Mm -hmm. yeah I'm
2: so yeah I'm so glad you said that uh we mentioned like Brené Brown at the beginning and right her research shows that like shame thrives in like instances and spaces of like secrecy and silence and it is so is it and is often like much more easily dispelled when we talk about it mm-hmm. and when we tell a you know someone that we trust and who loves and who cares about us that like hey I I'm feeling ashamed I'm feeling not enough I'm feeling like not like good enough or like worthy of connection and belonging in this moment and yeah and just like verbalizing that is huge because then right hopefully like that person can like talk us through that and be like no like Sure. You should not like. Maybe you shouldn't have done that thing, or maybe you should have. Um, mm-hmm. And like that was actually a really good response. But like the thing is, is that like you're like you are still loved, and you are still enough, mm-hmm. and and I'm still, I still care about you, mm-hmm. um, and all those things too. Do
0: you have any additions? The no, I I think that all those are good. I think like I heard in there like active listening, mm-hmm. like empathy, which are all things that we've talked about before, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think that those are are all good. And I think like go back to Brene Brown like when we're like thinking about shame like how, how we respond to it is like important <laughs> mm. um and yeah like how, how we, re- we we've talked about like how others relate to us or how we relate to others kind of with, with mm-hmm. shame but like what about our own kind of like response to to
2: shame. Mm, yes, like, are you talking about like running around to, like shame shields? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like the things yeah. that we do to like deflect shame, even though it like doesn't really work, right? And so it's like moving away, so avoiding contact with others. Um, basically like okay, how can I like h- like hide into myself and like not have to deal with people? Um, you know, like you can move towards, and this is this is what I do. <laughs> um, you like avoid shame by like people pleasing or moving against. Like okay, how can I combat shame in myself mm-hmm. by like creating shame? and pain in others which i think one i don't know if it necessarily like shows up in this way um but something i think i think about or i've seen like recently with some of the high school students that i've worked with is really often like things that they'll say of like oh like you're trash you're like people aren't trash you might have just thrown that ball like trash. <laughs> or something like that but like that person is not trash and like not that like that's coming from a place of like uh like shame shield like moving against like trying to hide shame within myself but um I think it and I don't know why I just threw that in there then I was thinking about it earlier but like yeah I think like shame and like in that instance like can come out in, in really tiny ways uh-huh. um of like you know calling people like trash or you're this or you're that it's like no, no, they're a human being worthy of dignity and you know, and things, and maybe you just happen to be really terrible at math, and that is okay. Yes. <laughs> maybe like that was not a successful throw, yeah. and that is okay to also acknowledge. Like, oh, yes, that that was a terrible toss. <laughs> um, yeah. But like you yourself, you are not trash. You are not, uh, you know, terrible or something like that. Um, and so, yeah, even how like that shaming language comes out and like little things like that.
0: Yeah. So I think like <clears throat> instead of those shields, right, the mm-hmm. moving away, moving towards, moving against. Um, I think maybe Blythe can offer us a more helpful response to shame with our relationship goal. I would love to.
2: Uh, your relationship goal this week is to like identify a safe person, a trusted person, whether that's someone, a friend, a family member, uh, someone that you are in a relationship with that when you uh, start identifying, when you feel shame, right? When you feel the not enoughness, the, the not worthiness um, that you can go to and say, hey, I feel like I'm not enough. This thing happened. And even if, and if it's not like, and this is what I need you to do about it, but just like to share that with that friend um, or that person. So in sum, your relationship goal is to identify a person that is safe and trusted that you can go to, to like verbally share like, hey, this is what I'm feeling in this moment. Um, because we know that shame like is so much more likely to be dispelled when we talk about it. Um, and we admit that it's happening because a lot of times another person was like, oh yeah, me too. Like I I've, I've mm-hmm.
0: felt that way as mm-hmm. well
2: so and Allie has our recommendation I do
0: I'm going to recommend a show on Hulu uh, called Reservation Dogs mm-hmm. Um, and it's there's two seasons out right now there's going to be a third season I'll give like a little warning that there are some like uh, definitely some um, uh, spicy language um, <laughs> and some adult themes mm-hmm. though it is about a group of Um, indigenous teenagers living on a um, reservation in Oklahoma and kind of all of all that they experience and and think in the way that they relate to their indigenous culture and and elders and and all of that and it is just it's funny and it is sort of like gritty and it's such a important I think piece of representation because I, I feel like we don't always or at least I don't always intake a lot of indigenous media or mm-hmm. art or or things like that, and so it is it's really great. And I um, that's my recommendation. Love it. Well, thank you all for uh, tuning in to episode mm-hmm. seven. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode eight, and we hope to see you there. Thanks so much for tuning into Real Relationship Goals. This episode was produced by the Prevention and Education Department of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. You can follow us on Instagram at ACCVC underscore prevention. See you next time.